Good morning. This is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. First and foremost, Lord, thank you for this day. I'm not even going to lie, though. It is really muggy out here. Like, I'm talking, I feel like I can cut the air. It is so thick. Um, I can see it. (laughs) So thank you for the fog. I I know you know. And I always feel like you do it just for me. So I thank you so much for it. Thank you that my sunburned shoulders are finally, finally healing. It's only been, you know, uh, I don't know, four days, five days, six days. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, feels like it's been forever. I had to bless my husband Saturday and was, um, not very bright, and I decided to mow in the middle of the day, in the hottest point of the day, and I got cooked like a crispy critter, and so I think in my mind, I was just like, just get it done, just get it done, I was trying to get, I was rushing, that's the problem, I was rushing, um, but anyway, I got it done, and um, hopefully it glorified you in the process, that was my goal. Um, not sure I attained it, but I hope so. Um, first and foremost, Lord, I thank you for the Psalms. I have not even begun to fully grasp their meaning. I feel like me reading through them myself, I am just getting such very, very surface information. Which is okay. It's okay. That's that's where I'm at. Um, I look forward to digging in deeper. Um, because there's just... There's so much to learn in your word about you. And about the things that the Jewish people thought about you um, at any given time. And so, I came across this one this morning, and it, oh, oh, it's good. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there, Father. Um, it is Psalm 81, and it goes a little something like this. Sing for the joy, oh my goodness. me. Let's try this again. Sing for joy to our God, our strength. Shout aloud to the God of Jacob. Bring the music. I'm sorry. Begin the music. Strike the timbrel. Play the melodious, melodious harp. Melodious harp. There we go. And lyre. Sound the ram's horn at the new moon. And when the moon is full on the day of our festival, this is a decree for Israel. An ordinance of God, the God of Jacob. When God went out against Egypt, he established it as his statute for Joseph. I heard an unknown voice say, I removed the burden from their shoulders. Their hands were set free from the basket. In your distress, you called and I rescued you. I answered you out of a thundercloud. I tested your the waters 
I tested you at the waters of Mirabath. Um, hear me, my people, and I will warn you, if you will only listen to me, Israel, you should have no foreign god among you. You shall not worship any god other than me. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you out of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people would not listen to me. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over in their stubbornness. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own devices. If my people would only listen to me, if Israel would only follow my ways, how quickly I would subdue their enemies and turn their and turn my head against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe before him. And their punishment would last forever. But you would be fed with the finest of wheat, with honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. I'm not going to lie. Two things jumped out at me. Um, one that is a little confusing. So, verse 5, it's the end of verse 5. Or the just verse 5 in general. So, when God went out against Egypt, he established it as a statute for Joseph. Then it goes on and it says, I heard an unknown voice say. I assume that this is talking about the writer. That the writer, I believe Asphat is the writer at this point, And I could be totally wrong. But the, the writer heard an unknown voice say all the following quotes. And I know that the following quotes is, is you, Lord. It's, it's a quote from you. Because it's telling of all the things you did for the people and all the times you asked them just to listen to you um, and that you would warn them, which would be saving them loads of heartache um, and trials and all of those fun things. Um, so the part that got me here, though, was the unknown voice. I heard an unknown voice say, so that tells me that this person, and I, and again, this is just me trying to work my way through this, but... They didn't know your voice. And I can only assume that it's the first time maybe that you've spoken to them. And I know you say, and this applies to so many of us today, Lord, I am just, I'm in this boat. So I just need um, to be clear on that. And so I know that later. In the New Testament, Jesus says that he was a she- he is the shepherd and that his sheep will hear his voice. Now, I know that there's a lot of talk <laughs> and a lot of confusion about what that even means. And I'm not going to be able to sit here and clarify for anyone, Lord. I'm hoping that you can, though. So, I heard an unknown voice say, and then it quotes... All of these things that I have no doubt comes from you. And I don't remember if later on they, they finally figure out that it's you or what the case may be or how they know it's you. Um, I, of course, know it's you because it's based off of what you said. I'm pretty sure you said that you were, you're the God um, and to follow you. So today, though, today, though...
that seems to be the thing that the devil, that's his newest thing to toy with me. And I'm not even going to begin to lie about it because it used to be, be gone for me for I never knew you. Like, did I not cast out demons in your name? Did I not, you know, heal the sick? Did I not do these things in your name? Um, and which they did. Spoiler alert. They did. They, they did all those things in his name. Um, but they weren't living out. They didn't have the right heart posture. And so I still worry about that. I'm not going to lie that my heart posture is wrong. But I also, as I grow, I learn that God has the ability to change my heart. And that having the right heart posture doesn't mean that I'm going to be Mother Teresa. It doesn't mean that my missionary battlefield is going to be, you know, some underpoverished nation. And it's going to be, you know, it, it's, it doesn't mean that it's going to look like what I think it should look like. Maybe put it that way. Um, but it's going to look like what you call. And it's going to be where you need me. So I thank you for that. I thank you for that dispute that you've been doing. I appreciate it. Um, it's still something that I will, (laughs) that I, I genuinely hope to get over before I meet you face to face. Um, but the other thing is just that Jesus says that he, of course, is a shepherd and that his sheep will know his voice. And so what does his voice sound like? Right? Like, That's the big question. And from personal experience, I know I've heard you. Um, It didn't sound like this thunderous, wonderful, like, I don't know. This is obviously God talking to you. Like, voice. Um, But I experience you more... In very, very small whispers, which I, I know is, is another thing that, uh, I don't remember who it was, did all kinds of stuff, and they didn't hear your voice until it was a still small whisper, where you like legit just whispered to them. It's going to drive me crazy, so if you can please bring me that just re-download that. Um, I feel like I lose more information than I retain. Um, but anyway, I know, I know you did it. And so that's, that's what I've, I've come to experience. It's that voice. It's the, it's the whisper, not the, you know, you haven't been screaming my name, waking me up. I hear you in this small whisper that is so easy to brush off for one. Um, but two, if I don't brush it off, it's so easy to let the enemy creep in, at least for me, for me, it's easy in my opinion to let the enemy creep in and let pride settle in and be like, that was me. That was my idea. Like, Oh, I knew that was going to happen. How good am I? And it's like, no, (laughs) no, You, you're not, you're really, (laughs) you're, you're really a mess. 
um, and fearfully and wonderfully made hot mess, but a mess none the least. And, um, so yeah. Um, so after that though, I noticed somewhere in here, here we go. Verse 12, so I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own devices. Oh my goodness. So I'm going to, I'm going to at some point, I hope, um, maybe, maybe, hopefully you'll, you'll help me walk through this whole follow their own devices because I've seen it. This is not the only place I've seen it and I've seen it, um, once I've seen it many times. Um, it's never good. It's, it is never a good thing. Um, so I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own devices. Um, this is what, for some reason, Sodom and Gomorrah keeps popping in my head. And I don't know that that's factual, um, that it was those people, um, But I remember that it was said about one of the tribes. Um, oh, what was the story? I can't remember exactly who it was. But he goes and he... Fi- he goes to the father of his secondary wife. And he convinces him to let her go with him. They leave. And he refuses to stop anywhere but a, but a tribe of Israel. And then he stops. And... Um, I don't remember what tribe it was. I want to say Benjamin for some reason. Um, but the old man invites him in and then the men come and says they're going to rape him and all of these things. Um, these are people who were following their own devices. These were people who were not fully following you. Um, and you just give them over. Like at some point you get tired of fighting with us and you're like, fine, just do what you want. It's like any parent, right? Like I, I do this. Yeah, I get wore down. Um, granted, I know you're so much stronger than me. Um, I think you do these things just so we can find some sort of commonality and familiarity with you. Um, knowing that at any minute, I mean, this could all be over. Like, it's, it's so silly. But um, that's what I think of when I think of being given over to your own devices. Like, you have stubbornness in your heart and that stubbornness is you refusing let's put it in the context me <laughs> that I have stubbornness in my heart like I struggle with things one that's easy I think for most of us to understand is addiction and I'm not I'm not coming at anybody who's got addiction problems by any means I'm just saying that I personally know what it's like to have an addiction issue. And so God delivers you from it and you're thankful for it and you come out of it, right? Um, Which is great. Praise the Lord. And the thing is, is there still, I feel like there's still always going to be a part of me that wants that back. There's going to be, there's stubbornness within me that while my logic and you know all things Christ in me like I see I know why it was bad for me I know one good 
I know um, it was just killing me. I know, I, I know, I know, I know. But there are moments, and I'm not going to lie, yesterday was one of those moments. There are moments when that stubbornness, that, you know, to be honest, it's spiritual warfare. That demon probably dredged this up from deep within me, from deep within my heart, because evil dwells in a man's heart, right? And he dredges their they or whatever. I guess I can't assign a gender to a demon. But anyway, it dredges it up. And so for this period of time, all I can think about is that one thing and wanting to do it. And the sad thing is, is just sitting here talking about it. It's, it's like bringing it back up a bit. Um, so that's fun. But anyway, um, in that moment, that's, that's all I can think about. And I'm not even going to begin to lie. Now, did I do it? No, I still fought the temptation, but I fought it on my own with my own sheer stubbornness and willpower. And that was not the way to do it. I could have shut it down so much faster by running to God, by talking to you about it, right? Like in that moment, I had talked to you about all kinds of other stuff. Um, But for whatever reason, I had decided that that was my cross to bear alone. Um, Which thankfully, thankfully I did it, right? Like, praise God, I managed to handle it on my own and not fall into that pit but because I was being dumb I so could have it would not have been a big leap um to do so so anyway there is that um and you know being given over to your sin. Is not. Like it's not always the worst thing. Like, say the worst thing. It's not always addiction right. It's not always. Um, sex or sexual preferences. It's not. Always these things. Um, it doesn't mean it can't be. I mean, obviously it can but pride, man, pride, it's so awful, and a group of Christians, I'm coming to see, like, I'm, I'm learning as I grow, that a group of prideful Christians are a scary, scary bunch, um, But anyway, I feel like I digress there, Father. I do. I feel like I was just all over the board. So I thank you. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully some sins came out of that. That's what happens when I start digging. I end up going off on different tangents and ending in weird places. So thank you. Um, but I do pray that you help us in, help me in hearing your voice in, um, slowing down enough to hear it because I think that's part of my problem I mean yesterday was a testament 
to that. Um, hard to hear that still small voice when you're, you know, screaming <laughs> or being screamed at or, you know, running 100 miles an hour and all of these things. Like, the, the demands of this world, I think, are are just another thing that the enemy uses um, against us. And I mean, on that same token, I don't even care how many people think I'm absolutely insane. I don't care. Facts are facts and it's necessity. So, spiritual warfare is real. I know, I know people, personally, know people who struggle with demons. And I don't mean those figurative, like what we like to talk about. Oh my gosh, everybody's got their demons. No, I get everybody's got things that they're ashamed of and things that they have to continuously struggle through. That's called sin. Um, and I get that. But I'm talking like once you inhale with them demons, want to still kill and destroy demons. Um, the devil did not fall, um, from heaven alone. And maybe we'll do that sometime. Maybe, maybe I can get somebody to join me. Um, and we can have, we can have this talk, um, with someone who kind of knows a bit more firsthand what this looks like. And, um, that can fully bring to light the reality of it, but just know that what we can see, what, there's, there's a verse, thank you Lord, that it basically says that we're seeing things through like a dirty window. So you're looking into this big building and this is me paraphrasing and it's not even right. So just, (laughs) this is how my brain interpreted it. So there's this big building and I'm standing outside of it, um, which would be the world, right? We're, we're on the planet. We're in the world and it's, it's painted or whatever. It looks great. Fun to stare at. Um, but for whatever reason, I choose to investigate closer, I find a window, and I am able to, like, peek in, and it looks almost like, you know, kind of like a reflection, um, in that window of what I see behind me, um, and every now and then I can catch a glimmer of something else, something else, something different, um, something more than what I'm prone to seeing around me, and I think that's what what this, this world is. There is, there is something more and we don't see it very often. Um, I see it in miracles. I see it in just, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the way to explain it. So I'm sorry. My words are failing me, but I see it every now and then not very often because I don't look very often being honest. Um, But there is more. There is so much more. And the Bible tells me that there is so much more. And 
in that more we we're in a war we are we as christians are constantly in war and it's i guess somewhat contradictory because as followers of christ christ has conquered the grave he's defeated the enemy and the war has been won unfortunately the other team didn't get the memo um and instead of acknowledging that they've been defeated and be done they are doubling down and they're coming after as many as they can um while the gospel is advanced they're you know, ripping it out of people's hands. Um, communism. If that's not Satan, I don't know what is. Um, so anyway, there any any force that's deterring someone from learning about Jesus and not giving freedom of religion for someone to get to know God. That's that's of the enemy. Anything that's killing children, killing innocent lives, that's the enemy. You know how many great, and I feel like I've gone over this before, but how many amazing leaders, amazing Christ-filled leaders have probably been killed due to abortion? I mean, like, just, if you just think about, like, people think, oh, it's just, you know, it's not even a fetus. It's not even a human. Well, yes, it is. Like, a puppy is a puppy, no matter whether it's in utero or out. Like, this is this is just insanity. But besides the point, um, if you fast forward those, those lives, those hundreds of thousands of lives just per year, this is just a year, um, hundreds of thousands per year of lives, and you, I don't even want to do the math to calculate how long it's been going on and how many... How many, just how many, oh, heaven help us. Fast forward their lives and see them as adults. One, yes, we would have a lot more population. But two, I think we would have had some real warriors. And I think that that's one of the enemy's greatest lies. It's like, I mean, it's to dehumanize, to dehumanize, it's, uh, it's crazy. But anyway, thank you, Lord, um, for this really weird tangent this morning. I feel like I've been a little bit of here, there, and everywhere. Um, thank you for your word. Psalm 81. Um, that was good. It's always good. But it was just the one that jumped out to me this morning. And I thank you for having one jump out to me. Um. Goodness, it doesn't always happen like that. And, um, because I feel like I've forgotten. Thank you for coffee. I try and thank you. With my first sip. Um, but I'm halfway. I'm a half a cup in already this morning. Before I even got out here. Because um, I actually read. It's crazy. How. Uh, 
you can take your own advice at times and um it'd be such a such a good thing apparently that advice was not bad it's good advice um so reading mm, is good lord i'm gonna get into some nitty-gritty while i'm at it you know we're doing this marriage um group which i the more i dig into exactly what it is we're doing the more excited I get about it because I feel like it's going to be good. Like it's got you all over it. It's going to be good. Um, and because it's got you all over it and it's going to be good. My household, namely my marriage has been under fire and I'm not being melodramatic here. Just being honest. And you know, Father. You know. Um, just stupidity. Because the enemy is that stupid. I'm not. I'm just being honest. He drives me just too stupid. Um, and he uses the same tactics. He's not very um, imaginative. And I would assume that it's because he has a bit of limited ability. Given he's not God. Um, Casey forgot, and I just pray that you be with us, that you, I've seen you, (laughs) I've seen you move, um, so much, even in it, in, in, in this, in this season of warfare, in these attacks, in this I've seen the enemy move, and I've seen you move so much bigger. And for that, I am so incredibly thankful. I'm thankful that last night was a difficult night. And um, it wasn't... I mean, you know, it wasn't in the sense of like, oh man, we're having blowouts up in our house. Um, not like that. Just the more annoying, short-fused, um, bad, like, bad communication. I think there are times the enemy kind of just stands right in between us and just muddles the message. Like, it's that, was that that game where you say something and you say pass it on by the time it gets to the other end? It's not even really at all what was said. I feel like that happens a lot. And it's stupid and childish and annoying. Um, But I feel like there's been a lot of that going on. And I feel like there is a... Something that is attacking my dreams. And so I'm having dreams that I have no desire to have. And I'm not like... They're about situations. They're about... They're they're trying to drudge up things, is what it is. These are dreams meant to dredge up feelings and hurts and past things. And if that doesn't succeed, then it turns to trying to make me believe 
that you want me to do something that you and I both know I have zero desire to do. Um, and I know, I know that you have the ability to change my heart. I know that if it's your will for me to do these things, you will make it known. I also know that you know (laughs) what I need, what I need in order for me to be able to go there. You know, you know, you know. So I know these things are not of you. I know these things are not from you. And so in just the most recent go around about, I thank you that I woke up this morning having had a dream like that. And for one of the first times in a long time, it didn't wreck me. It didn't phase me. I woke up going, huh, again, interesting. That's annoying. And I let it go. And I I thank you. I thank you for that. That I felt was you moving. Because that's not always the case, right? That hasn't always been the case. Um, in fact, at one point, it was really getting to me. It was, it was working. Um, but you stepped in. You stepped in. And you stepped in through other people. And I'm so beyond grateful. And then, for you to also have accepted for my husband and moved him closer to you in the process and to just just to see, <laughs> just to see you move is a thing of beauty. And I thank you. I thank you for it. Um, I pray that you continue to move um, for us and through us and with us and do work on us um, because we know we are flawed. It is by your grace alone that we are still standing because by the world's view and the world standards we had every right to not be here we had every right every right to walk away from this we chose you and you have not failed us not once even in the times that we felt like we were alone you were there and you have always been so unbelievably good And so I thank you. I thank you for that. I pray that you allow me to be a blessing to someone else today. Oh, and not be a mess. Well, I mean, I'm always going to be a bit of a mess because, hello, work in project, work in progress. But um, I just thank you. I thank you. And uh, you know the issues I got going on at work. (laughs) I need help. I thank you for your help yesterday. You did. You didn't do what exactly what I wanted you to do, what I asked you to do, but you did give me a resolution um, within the time frame that I needed, and I, I thank you so much for that as well. So just please be with me today. Please help me and continue to guide me. And um, this, this other thing that you put in front of me that 
is going to require me to put my money where my mouth is. You know the thing. Um, I just... I need you to give me the courage to jump. I think that's what it is. Because... there, There's a part of me that knows what it means if I jump, right? I know what it is that you're that you've put before me and if I jump it's gonna require more of me. It's gonna require more time, more effort, just more of me. It's gonna be a financial <laughs> thing right out the gate. You know how to get to me. You go straight from my pocketbook. And so it's gonna require more money, more time, more energy and more effort. And those are all sacrifices, and that's what lets me know it's from you. Um, But I need the courage. Please, please, please give me the courage and resolve to do it and to make that jump. And then, though, like, help me and guide me through it because I can't do it. I can't do it without you. And I have no idea exactly what it is you're calling me into in this um, other than just more. So I thank you. I pray that you be with us, that you guide us, that you strengthen us, that you just continue to be you. And I thank you so much for all that you do and all that you've given us. In Jesus' amazing name, I pray. Amen. Okay, so sorry. It has been a day. I obviously have um, got some things on the mind. Um, I'm glad to finally be back, um, in this capacity and with the ability to devote the time necessary, um, because I've been feeling a little off kilter, not horribly off, but off enough that, um, in the middle of a storm, in the middle of a spiritual warfare and dead up attack on my marriage, um, this is where I need to be. And I know that because I would tell anybody that like anybody who came to me with the issues that I'm having and like whatever, I would be like, you need to set with God more. You need to spend some time with God. You need to get in the word and you need to spend some time setting with, with Pappy. That's what you need to do. And, um, I love how readily we are and myself included to give advice and not follow that advice. So we got to be better about that. Um, preaching to the choir here myself. Um, so anyway, get in the word, get in the word. I know I say it, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's so very important. Um, you know, the studies, I was even wrong. I got, I got my stuff. Um, I wasn't like horribly wrong, but I was a little off. Um, and I was surprised at how off it was. So four times a week getting in the Bible, you're 407% more likely to memorize scripture. You are 228% more likely to share your faith with others. You're 55, 59% less likely to view pornography and 30% less likely to struggle with loneliness. I don't know about anybody else, but I like those percentages. Um, I do. So it's a matter of having a relationship with the one who can change it all. And we're never going to hear his voice if we don't get in the word. 
um, because his voice is never going to go against his word. So you can hear voices. Um, make no mistake, there are other voices that would love to speak to you. Plenty of others. Um, and if you give them the opportunity, they'll do it. But God is never going to say anything that is counterintuitive to his word. He is the same today and tomorrow as he was the day he wrote his word. He has not changed. So anything that is said, if it does not hold up to his word, it is not him. If you do not know his word, you have no way of knowing. And I feel like that's possibly part of our issues in our society and in our culture and our world today. We've got a lot of people hearing voices that they claim is from the Lord. And it's not. Because make no mistake, the devil, I mean, I feel like a church is his playground. I really do. Especially in our culture where we we get it all messed up and we think that it's this building. And oh my gosh, no, the church is his people. um, Period. Christians. We all make up the church. There's not one denomination. There, like, there, or there's not multiple denominations. There's not all this stuff. We, period. We are the church. And so, anyway, super fun. Please just get in the word because that's the only way you're gonna know. And um, tell others, like, hello, this is good news, y'all. It is such good news. Jesus Christ died. In order to save all of us. All of us. Um, not to make us happy. <laughs> we get that messed up too. Um, but to save us. So anyway, I pray that you have a blessed day. I thank you for sticking it out and listening. And um, I hope this is not a waste of your, your time as well. <laughs> have a blessed day.